Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode. This was recorded live at the Galaxy UK Finals 2020. It's a collection of eight different interviews with contestants, audience members, and a couple of our fabulous queens that were crowned over the three finals nights. Um, I'm not going to tell you who's coming up. I'm going to make sure that you listen right the way to the end, um, because there is a whole host of interviews here. There are some amazing takeaways but also some fantastic insight into what to expect from not just the queens but from some of our contestants as well that will be returning to Galaxy next year. So don't miss any of it. I know it's a long one. I did have a few technical issues with this. This was my first time recording live at an event. I'd treated myself to some new equipment and well, technology is technology and I am still learning. So we had some slight um, discrepancies between the sound from one mic to the other. Sometimes it was my mic that was louder, sometimes it was the guests. I've played around with it as much as I can to equal it out. Um, and also background noise. There's some other bits of equipment I'm gonna have to invest in to do more sort of live recordings like this at events, but I very much want to, so I will be doing my research and working out the correct setups for ne the next one, um, obviously after lockdown is <laughs> released. So I've got a bit of time at least. Um, so bear with me uh, if I've had to cut out some, some funny bits and also if the sound isn't 100% as I would have liked it to be, but these are some amazing uh, interviews and I'm really, really excited to share them with you. Welcome to Pageantland, the UK's premier podcast for all things pageantry with your host, Jessica Barkley. Here you'll find guest experts, past, present and future queens, plus my own personal insights into what it's like to follow your pageantry dreams. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give us a share on social and pop me a review on iTunes. Now strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. So we are here with Becky Farron, who was in the MS category with myself. Um, have you enjoyed it? That's my favourite question. Have you enjoyed the weekend? Absolutely. Yeah, I don't want it to, to be over. <laughs> or I don't want to wait. <laughs> Leaving Pageant Man is really hard. I, I keep saying that. I, I'm very Galaxy. I'm all Galaxy. I only want to do Galaxy. But I can see why people compete in other systems. Because otherwise you do. You have to wait a year. It's like a whole... Mm. And yes, we've got loads we want to do with our years. But we've got to wait a whole year before we can come back and do it all over again. Mm. Yeah, I've been looking at the, um, the other, obviously, pageants that go on during the rest of the year. Um, and thinking, should I? Should I not? Or should I wait another year and just do Galaxy again? Because this weekend's just been wonderful <laughs> it, it's so hard because you do you you learn so much from competing and experiencing different stages and things like that that yes there's stuff to gain from doing systems but then oh I did a different system and it was oh it was just it was hideous <laughs> yeah I'd be scared that it obviously I, I'm sure they don't massively change between systems but I would be scared that I've just got galaxy down this weekend I just about understand everything galaxy this weekend now so now that I've learned all of that, I don't want to go to another system and then it'd be completely different and then I'm like, oh, I actually know nothing. <laughs> yeah, I think I mean, each system is very, very different. Yeah. Um, and its outfits requirements are very, very different from system to system and that can sort of throw people. This was your first time competing though. Yeah, ever, yeah. And you're coming back? It's hard to say right now. I, uh, I don't know what I'm doing in six weeks, let alone a year. So hey, with coronavirus, I don't think any of us. I know. Well, well exactly. Yeah. No, I, I've been thinking about moving abroad again, um, and it's been wonderful and great as as an experience. I do want to do it again because I'm going to be itching to get back on a stage. I have uh, Shrek the Musical in a month, so I'll be on stage again in less than one month, which will be good. 
Um, but then after that, I think I'm going to plan to move abroad again, maybe, perhaps. But again, coronavirus and Brexit, we don't know what's happening. <laughs> There's going to be no airports <laughs> and no ferries. None of us will be able to leave the country, no. so there'll be no I'll start abroad. swim training and just swim the channel. <laughs> so if we take that undecided factor of whether you'll even be in the country out of the equation, would you come back? Is it literally... Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, it's just for me, I'm not sure where or... I've got so many things that I want to do that taking another year to do Galaxy... and Because it, it is a big commitment. And I have put other things off to do this. Um, and, yeah, I'm, I'm, there's other things I want to do. And then possibly come back to Galaxy in the future. Perhaps save up a bit more money again to be a bit more lavish with my outfits um, next time, perhaps. And, and, and maybe pay for some... Um, coaching as well which um, which would be I think next time I will pay for some coaching and invest in that so I think having a year off maybe or or if I'm around in January and I have nothing planned I might quickly enter and then be back <laughs> quickly enter yeah I mean some people do and they come back really last minute and, and then win mm. um, so it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have the full year prep I, so much of me loves the prep but also it's a long build up and it's a long time to be focused on one thing. So I guess for those of you listening, it depends on how much you want it, of how long a prep you want to... You'd be kicking yourself if you only left yourself two months and really wanted it and then sort of that. Yeah, and if, I, if I'm really honest, there has been days where I've thought, I just can't wait for March to be over. You know, get March out of the way and then I've got this that I'm doing and that doing. But I've... It, and it's gone by so fast. But I have... I have loved every minute of it do you have a particular favorite moment from the weekend um i think oh bikini wear and coming off the stage with you behind me you and danielle behind me as well and 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 i almost got emotional and i was really worried about my my makeup at the time but um oh my god how i felt after that bikini round or after swimwear round and and the fact that i was just like i was just on a on a stage in a bikini I d- it, it almost didn't feel real. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. So, sorry, I'm yeah. going to bear all That's your okay. secrets here. That's okay. Um, <laughs> this lady had said to me, she did not feel comfortable in two-piece. She's got an incredible body, but some <laughs> jackass at some point in the past <laughs> said she shouldn't be in a two-piece. And I was like, well, mm. that should be more motivation to get up on stage in that two-piece. And yeah. you were amazing. Yeah, I was kind of told to not wear a bikini, that it doesn't suit my body. And I've always worn a one-piece since then until this weekend and that was that's been about five or six years so you know what they say (laughs) (laughs) so we are now here with the new i have no doubt mrs galaxy uk the wonderful nap pad because none of us can pronounce (laughs) your surname (laughs) i think i said to you on it when i'd been on before that my when i got engaged my mother-in-law said welcome to your life of spelling and telling people how you say your surname so but i like nap pad i think it's affectionate Thank you, thank you, Duncan and Patrick for. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I'm, I'm really bad if I can't pronounce something properly. I just avoid saying it. So, but Napav, yes. Totally up for abbreviating <laughs> stuff. That's great. How do you feel? Like I don't know. You know. Like, it's really weird. I don't think it's settled in. Um, sunk in, sorry. I don't think it's sunk in. I don't think I... I have been... Ever since the Friday night, I've been so busy that I've not had a chance to look at my social media or my pictures <laughs> or, like, really, like, speak. So I don't... I think it, when I get a chance to sit down and look at the pictures and breathe for a minute, I think it'll sink in because it just feels a little bit surreal right now. Really surreal. Yeah. Is, I mean, there's a lot going on. Even when you haven't won, you're rushing here, there and everywhere yeah. trying to do all the things. And I guess there's lots of people trying to grab you like me <laughs> please give me 10 minutes of the yeah. podcast um, and well you've been in it so many times I feel like yay, it would uh, this is third time my third time third, third time, time lucky yeah and we've already got another proper episode that we'll record yes, lined yes. Up we've got well. two more uh, two more ideas as well haven't we well one event idea so and one yes yes uh, I can't yep. so I hate to say the c word but with coronavirus how are you going to kick off your year as a title holder no pressure yeah, like big question for you it's it's really really bizarre because obviously we have the internationals in July but at the minute with the situation in the world I feel like I'm not really thinking about that and um, it feels like a you know a, a distance away and there's so much 
in the world that's going to happen before then. Um, obviously, you know that I work in football, so the football season is now, you know, forced. suspended, yeah, which is weird. Um, but to be honest with you, I'm exhausted. Like, I worked so, so hard for this title. I worked for 10 months on appearances on platform on getting myself physically mentally prepared and I think I need a couple of weeks off to breathe and to relax so to be fair coronavirus might have done me a favor in that aspect <laughs> because it means that you know nothing's happening anyway yep. so it gives me a forced you know because be fair if somebody said to me will you come to this thing next week I would probably go but I think <laughs> if this is going to force me no yes things. I think there this is going to no force things. me to relax for a few weeks yeah. and it probably give me time at home to think and plan and start thinking about what um you know I've got obviously I want to keep working on my platform which is changing pageant perceptions and um so this is going to give me a few weeks to start planning and thinking. Amazing. So yeah. I've, this, this episode will be going out after Tuesday's episode, which is a, a heart-wrenching uh, tale of me talking about what it's like after you compete, particularly when you don't win. Well, that was is, me last year. Yeah, that was me. I didn't win. I was in this last year. I came first runner-up. I didn't win. And I was absolutely and utterly delighted for Kaylee because she's been an incredible winner. She was an incredible you know, contestant and delegate. But I was devastated. And that's okay. And that's okay. That's okay. I think I said that's yeah. okay in the episode many, yeah. many times. But I, I asked people to submit questions to me to talk about in that episode as well. And one of them was, even though you didn't win, what would your advice be to the winners? And my big thing was the fact that this year because of what's going on in the world because we can't ignore it that you're going to have to adapt so much and actually you're in a really good position because your platform is very online friendly Definitely. you can do so much with your platform online friendly are there any sneak plans that you're going to reveal or are you keeping it all hush hush at the moment yeah there's not majorly at the minute um, but there will be soon but like I say I just I think I mentally need a couple of weeks off as well so that I can hit it again hard like I have done for the last 10 months because I think to go and it seems like what you're doing to go constantly to just work constantly <laughs> is really mentally exhausting oh don't worry I'm having some time off after I leave pageant land yeah well it's it's one of those things while you're here you need to make the most of it and build the connections yeah. and I travel so far up to Definitely. get to this that I'm I'm, I'm, well, you've seen me tearing around this yeah, place. I'm literally running from one thing to the other. Yeah. And we've got a last minute photo shoot for Felicity Aww. and things. So it's been nuts. But I, mm. I'm, so, I'm so pleased for you. Thank like, you. Just, you worked so hard. And I think you were the epitome of a queen already. Thank um, you. I really appreciate it. And they say mentally and physically, dress for the, dress for the job you want, not the dress you, uh, dr- not the dress. Yes. Dress for the <laughs> job you want, not the job you yeah. have. Um, and yeah. watching your journey and everything you were doing in the run-up to competing was so inspiring for me thank competing. You. So I, 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 I thank you for that. Oh, and I can't you. imagine how many more, many, many people you've inspired, whether they are competing now or will compete in the future, um, will look you. back on how you prepared for this and be inspired because it was, it was amazing. And I didn't win last year, and that is a message that I really want to get out there. I competed last year, and I didn't win, and I came back. So it's, it's, I really want people to know that you don't give up on your dreams. Yeah. You don't. You, you keep working. You work harder. You didn't win. Work harder. You know, yeah. do more. You know, like keep fighting for your dream, and that's exactly what I did. Yeah. Like people come up to me with like question mark of, and will you do it again? I was like, yes. Heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not a question it's like me last year came off stage like barely had even got out my dress and I was applying online oh I've already checked I've like looked online but I can't do it yet um I think you can you know because I'm pretty sure that one of my friends has already applied yes I think I I went through loads of links to try and find how I can apply because I don't want to apply across two categories Okay, is that for another episode? If, well, no, I've mentioned it. In one oh, okay, going out before this, and I'm kind of hoping Harry doesn't listen to it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I need. I was. Uh, I found how to pay for this year, um, and yeah. another bit about something this year. But I'll have another. Yes. I'll have yeah, another yeah. troll through the website yeah. and, and find out because yeah, for me that there was there is no question. That yeah, I'll do it. And I think particularly when you see people like yourself come back and really graft coming back from that. It, it means so much and sort of spurs you on even more yeah um, so I would say feedback as well so last year I um, you get feedback from Galaxy you can ask for it and they'll send you your um, best round and your worst round um, your, not your worst round that sounds awful your lowest scoring round and your highest scoring round um, so 
at my lowest going round last year was fashion and I knew that in myself because fashion is such a funky sort of personality led round yeah. and I, I know when I look back at my video from last year of my fashion wear that I was a bit wooden and I didn't really have the kind of you know yeah. I don't know what the word is for fashion wear like zhuzh yeah. um, so I really took that on board so I think I'd say if you took part and you didn't win get your feedback and really consider that I've, so I've got noted all the judges' names down so I can do a bit of stalking and hunt them down. <laughs> yeah, but you're here tonight as well, so if you get a chance to speak to them. I mean, I don't know if that's allowed, actually. I should probably, we should probably check for Holly, but I'm sure they don't mind you speaking to them. Yeah. yeah. And if they do, I, if they're uncomfortable, I suppose they'll just tell you so. <laughs> yeah, and I think so much they've seen so many people. So to yeah. just, Particularly, I think, if you contact via social media, then they can see your pictures on social media and be like, ah, now I remember her. Whereas when you're stood in front of her, particularly like tonight, I'm wearing something completely different that I did on stage. Yeah. My hair is completely different from something on stage. It's harder to recognise, relate to what it, Whereas once I've got my professional pictures online, and they'll yeah. be like, oh, now we remember what... I guess it's hard though because it's like what hundred more than a hundred contestants over the weekend. I guess they don't want a hundred messages saying give me feedback, Um, but you definitely do get this sort of official one from. from No, I got got that back last time, which funnily, fashion wear was my best round. Oh really? And I'm pretty sure that was my worst round this time round. Well, you can watch the video as well. You can watch the footage and you can critique yourself. And last year's swimwear, my swimsuit went. Yes, up my north, 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 yes, you know what I'm trying to say. It um, was eaten by a body path, so (laughs) (laughs) So really took that on board this year as well. Yes. Oh, well, thank you so much for having some time. I'm going to let you go because I know you've got a photo photo shoot with Brian, yes. But I can't wait to see what you do with your year. Thank you. Um, I know you will rise to the challenge of the title and the challenge of what the world is facing as well. I can't imagine the kind of... can't imagine a better queen to be oh, one of our queens you. while we're going through a national. Yeah, because yeah. It's, it's going to affect our industry, and we need if now, if not like ever before, we need really, really strong queens. And I definitely know yeah, that's going to be you. And my husband's a doctor, as you know from I've said on this as well, so yeah. I can I can take advice from him as well, which <laughs> is great. But thank you, and I'm going to I subscribe, and I'm going to keep listening, and I'm going to listen, enjoy thank hearing you your journey so over the next year. Thank you. Right, so we have a, another fabulous guest here, Sabrina North, who was in the MS with myself competing on Friday. Um, how have you found your time at Galaxy this time? This time, it's been very different to my last time. Um, I changed categories, so that was quite a big change for me. And I think my mindset was just a lot different this time because I was coming in off of the back of uh, a divorce and a separation. So maybe my mentality was different when I came into it but from Friday, from the finals, I feel like that's pushed me back to myself again. And I've achieved what I came here to do, which is find myself again. And I have, I really have. I find it so interesting that the majority of the negative connotations about pageantry are not just slightly wrong, they are the complete opposites. They are completely wrong and opposite because I think if you're not in our community, you don't really understand you can't get it unless you've been in the sisterhood that we have is absolutely unreal and I think Friday was for me it was a constant battle with my mind of like nerves because you know you are kind of trying to tell panel why you are worthy for something so if you're not quite feeling worthy that's quite hard to explain why you feel it that is a brilliant way of putting it if you don't feel worthy how are you going to make them so I didn't feel I hadn't felt like that for a really long time. I used to, used to be sassy as anything, but I lost it, you know, because of what I've been through, I lost that. Um, So all day my brain was saying things to me and so one part of my brain was saying things to me and then the other part of my brain was saying like, no, you're here, you deserve this, you've earned the right to be here. And I'm so pleased that that part of my brain won and I think that's what brought me back. So I will always be thankful to pageantry. I will always be thankful for this community because it is really, it sounds so cliche, but it's changed my life. Yeah, it does. Pageantry does change your life. People think I'm nuts and I'm like, you, you have no idea. Well, I am nuts, but, but you have and no it, idea. And it's so how much, much deeper. It's so much deeper than like vanity and beauty. And I think 
people who are giving it that negativity, they just don't know what we're about. The money we raise, the things we do, how we support each other. We, we drive all over the country for yeah. each other. And that's not as common in other countries. I mean, Adrian's talked about it on the Pageant Project, who we spoke to earlier, um, and he says in Australia, you just don't get like the number of miles that people drive to support people. Yeah. I mean, that's what's going to be very interesting with the coronavirus thing going on, is a lot of the events we'd all go to support each other aren't going to be there. Um, and we're a lot of people are going to have to make some very tricky decisions about which ones they go to if they're in run up to con normally like the last couple of weeks before you compete you're even more stuff and you're out about yeah. doing loads of things and dare you risk that and be ill for competition and find yourself in isolation for competition like, I was dreading catching something in the run up to this because really, yeah. if you had a cold you go to the event and you power through you can't do that now no that's course. not a thing so I'm going to be really interested to see as an industry how we pull together obviously as a country and as the planet yeah. generally it's going to be interesting how we pull together but um, an industry that relies so heavily on going to lots of events yeah. um, I'd like to see the rise of better quality appearances because of it because there are a lot of um, contestants and queens that rely very heavily on just rocking up to lots of pageant events yeah. um, and if they don't exist well where are they going to find their substance in what they do with their titles, yeah. be, be it regional, national, So you want to see more purpose in Yeah, be, and, and so I spoke to Natalie Pab earlier, I mean, her platform, she won the Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Galaxy UK 2020, and her platform, one of her platforms is um, correcting pageant perceptions. Yep. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah. Correcting pageant perceptions, and that platform works really well doing it online you can yeah. do stuff in person but she can do so much online yeah so it's a great time for her to be a queen yes yeah. because even if everything shuts down and we're all locked down in our houses she can really make a massive impact on yeah. a platform like that um, so it'd be interesting to see if queens have to alter their platforms to be yeah. able to make an impact so it might be that platform a was what you wanted to do but it very much involves you being somewhere yeah um, i've been really lucky with mine because my platform is all about turning pain into purpose yeah. which you can very much yeah. do online well i have so i've been doing seminars and that's what i want to focus on but i also have an online page that runs yeah. with that so i can work on that more if i can't get out yeah. you know so but hopefully... rising to the challenge and yeah worst case scenario maybe look at having to to pursue a maybe your secondary passion because it's more uh, digital friendly yeah um, and, and finding ways to tweak it and, and I'm gonna try and sort of wait to see what's how it's all gonna play out with Corona but look at doing an episode with some ways that you can continue to pursue your pageantry dreams while you're locked in your house on the plus side though you know if you think about how we're connected by social media you know we're meeting people this weekend that we think we feel like we've known for a long time yeah. we've never actually met them no. it's just because we connect on social media so realistically your platforms can reach a bigger and wider audience actually on social media you can connect all over the world actually you know that way Pageantry is such like a positive community. Like if I could, I'd let Felicity have social media earlier if yeah. I could limit it to, to only to pageant girl groups yeah, of course, and pageants. Of course, yeah. um, but unfortunately, weird stuff gets in there, gets and mm -hmm. um, school friend groups are the more likely to have be causing her trouble and things. Yeah, but hopefully, we'll keep her busy with pageants, and then she yeah, won't. Yeah, not long. She won't get involved <laughs> with any other drama. No boy drama. No, I'm too no busy boy drama, drama. mummy. I have pageants. <laughs> um, are you coming back? I wanted to come and do this, um, I just had this thing in my head where I was going to do this full circle. So, um, Galaxy is where I started as a missus and I was a very different person back then. I'd never actually even driven out of Wiltshire by myself and now I am driving, I don't bat an eyelid to driving all over the country and I came back and I found myself and I said that if I place the top ten, uh, if I place the top five, that would be my sign from the universe that yes, continue this journey. But I didn't. And I trust in everything that's planned out for me. So I got top 10, which I was really happy with. And I got a top 10 before. So right now, I am gonna take some time away. But I'm never gonna say never, because you never know. It actually lot there's very tough categories this year but the MS was very it was very really tough but I need to it's not normally known for being a tough category but it was really tough this year and you know absolutely amazing but I think what I saw was ha the level of work and I need to go away 
take some time, go and do some more work, and then just come back when I feel a bit like you know really ready, really really ready. So, um, but I, I really got what I needed out of this weekend, and I just I have I sound so cheesy, but I've had the time of my life. I just had so much fun, um, and you know I won the the battle over my mind, and I think for me that was just everything, and I just. I feel like I can sort of live my life again now. Which you know, I talk about this a lot on the podcast. You don't necessarily need to compete to win. No. Um, but you should always have a second, at least one secondary goal beyond winning. Ruth Wade said that to me. Because only, mm. only one person can win. Yeah. And um, in the end, I mean, Holly said it with an interview of Maria recently. So Holly is our national director and Maria is our international director here at Galaxy. Um, and they did a YouTube video recently. And Holly said, you have to remember that in the end, the odds are stacked against you. Only yeah, one person can win with and um, whereas if you have goals that aren't impacted by other people that are completely your, your goals should be things that you can control um, and that you can work for and you can't control who the judges pick no. but you can control how you feel after yeah, and beating your mind having yeah, beating your mindset as a goal and um, for me there was a body fat percentage I wanted to hit yeah. and I wanted to make sure that I bought not just my personality but content whereas so far I've either managed one or the other I've never managed both simultaneously um, and but I can tick those, no one can yeah. stop me from achieving that apart from me in the same way that you, it was up to you to achieve yeah. that goal. Um, so, I've said it once, said it a thousand times, please, 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 don't just have the crown as no, your goal. No. Even if you are a sure thing, always have more goals than just getting yeah, that crown. Yeah, like Ruth Wade, um, who obviously won Mrs. Galaxy UK a few years ago, she's a really good friend of mine and she just gave me so much words of wisdom and she said to me that on this one day because I was getting myself really worked up I don't know why I was just getting myself a bit just you know the battle with your head and everything and she said to me one day you have to remember why you entered and if you don't win what are you going to get from this because if you're focusing so much on the win you're not remembering what you're here for and that just that changed everything for me and I just kind of thought the goal the end goal here is I need to find myself again and I really it sounds so cheesy but I really did I really did Oh, that's amazing. I'm so glad you had a good time. I did. It's been really lovely competing with it you. It has been really lovely. And I'm going to badger you into competing next year. I'm I've had the time of there. my life. I've, it's definitely not ever going to be, it's not the end for Galaxy for me ever. Because um, I'm in like the Miz. I've got basically forever to compete now until <laughs> like the rest of my life. So um, now I've found myself again. I need to um, go and do some work with that. Yeah. And then come back when I really feel the time but I'm guided by I'm guided by everything around me and it's always been right so far so I just trust in the in the process trust in the journey well thank you for spending some time with us here thank on the podcast. you so we now have the new junior miss galaxy <laughs> UK Ellie who was crowned last night how are you feeling your first day as a proper queen oh so I'm still very shocked um, it's a bit overwhelming really and yeah I'm just still very excited it's literally being like dumped into pageantry fame literally I have last night was a whirlwind literally yeah <laughs> and obviously not that you've had a huge amount of time to think about it but what's the first thing that you're going to be doing with your crown oh obviously prepping for internationals is going to be a main thing but hopefully I'll get round to organising a little ball or something amazing what's been like your favorite bit during like the prep time oh probably just this is going to sound really weird but the actual stress of it like <laughs> no for me that does not sound weird at all completely get that like it just makes you feel like and it reminds you of what you're actually here for like i've made some of the most bestest of friends and you know what i mean it's just it's very overwhelming. That's, that's been like the general theme when I've been talking to people is like the friends and the family thing. Um, yeah. I interviewed Adrian earlier and he was just saying it's been so lovely to come and there was like such a family here, yeah. which has been absolutely amazing. And I was like, well, that's what Patrick Tree is, we're a family. Literally, yeah. Oh, and what's going to be your main focus when you're now prepping going into internationals is there a particular area you want to tweak more do you think there's maybe a difference from nationals to internationals or have you not thought about it yet and i'm just jumping the gun. Um, i haven't probably thought about it but if i had to i'd just probably say 
I'm just going to be myself and do exactly what I did last night at internationals. Oh, you were brilliant on stage. <laughs> Me and my daughter were like second row. Um, and it's just such... But she uses watching a pageant as dress shopping. I want that dress, mummy. I was like, that dress too big. She just tried to go and try all the Miss ones on in the changing room. So I was like, no, we can't try people's dresses on now, Poppins. Oh, that's so cute. Um, but yeah, she can't wait to be a galaxy Aww. girl. Well, you just got, you just got to meet her. <laughs> She's so cute. She wants to do a podcast interview as well. <laughs> do you feel like there's things that you've had to hold off doing while you've been prepping that aren't pageant related? And oh. do you think it's been, been worth it now? You've got the crown. I, do you know, I'd say no. I've just done everything that I could. I spent time with my friends as well as fitting in appearances. So it's all, all about the fun juggle, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I was trying to say this without sounding patronising, but as a junior, you've, you've not got like family commitments and work commitments yet that yeah. you've got to deal with. Yeah. Um, do you think it's really a good idea for people to start pageantry as soon as possible so they can? It's, you've got more time to learn when you're younger? Yeah, and then when you're older, you'll sort of grow up and knowing about pageants, and then when you are old enough to have children, then your children will be able to start early as well. Yes, yeah. you're definitely starting just <laughs> early. She's yeah. And, and what do your friends think about the fact that you do pageants? Oh, it's mixed emotions. I've got some friends that are so supportive in me, and then I've got other friends that aren't supportive in me. Can I suggest <laughs> you get rid of the second part? <laughs> you don't need them. Yeah, they're all blocked on all social medias. Right, get, rid of, get rid of that. We don't need Get rid of them. I think pageantry really makes you assess the friends you have got because you end up with all these amazing pageantry friends. And then yeah, like, and then you get back to school after being a, a, like a Galaxy all weekend and it'll just totally change. Well, thank you so much for having a quick break oh, the podcast. Oh, thank you. Um, and I hope you have an amazing night getting to spawn around and enjoy your crown um, and have an absolutely amazing year and enjoy internationals. Thank you. So our next guest we have here is Chloe Rose Adkin, who competed last night. So I've recorded these episodes over a couple of days. Um, so we've now finished all the finals. Oh. And you placed first runner-up. You were absolutely incredible up oh. there. How do you feel? I'm still really excited. Like, I don't think it's going to sink in until I get home and then it's officially over. Like, when you're still in the hotel, it's still got that vibe of like pageant yeah. land you're still in the bubble but when you're home I think that's when it's going to like kick in no, it's no over no one wants to leave no one wants to I know I've prepared this time normally I'm like I'm going to get out the door by 10 or 11 it'll be fine it's like well it's 11 o'clock now <laughs> we're nowhere near there is a bomb site still <laughs> um, I've managed to get a late checkout so oh, I could have done with that I wake up this morning and I was like as soon as I wake up I was like no back to bed <laughs> can't, can't handle life at all and you can tell that we've had another night of finals. Since <laughs> last recording, I have now lost my voice. I do not have coronavirus. I have just been cheering a lot. I actually split my hand open in four places ah. happening last night. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favourite part of competing this time? I think this time I just went into it with a positive mindset. I was so calm throughout the day. I mean, I had a little bit of nerves towards my interview. I think that's always a little bit daunting because you want to make sure you can get everything out that you've done. Yeah. But I was just so positive. I was like, what's happened has happened. You know, the stage bit is the exciting, the fun bit. Just enjoy it. I tried to remain as positive as I could. And I think that's why I did as well as I did. Because I wasn't putting any pressure on myself. I wasn't nervous. I was just myself. So That's been a really interesting thing with the interviews of the, the title. Actually, to be honest, even the contestants that, that didn't win that I've interviewed, um, a lot about the mindset shift. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost like we need a pageant coach that focuses on mindset. Hint, hint. Subtle plug. Subtle plug. Coming soon. Um, and yeah, that's been the general theme with speaking to people because for the last few years, there's very much been like, what's the pageant advice you can give? And everyone's like, be yourself, be yourself. But no one really tells you how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's been a lot more people working on what it actually means to discover yourself and to do that sort of self-development side and work on yourself. So that's been a really nice shift that I've seen this year. Um, yeah. That's been really nice. And yeah, you got two awards. Yeah, two out of four. Two out of four. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> um, which ones did you, which ones um, did you So I got best in swimwear and best in fashion wear and then first runner-up. And which was your favourite round? Not of all the ones you won, but of all of them in total. Mm, that's hard I really enjoyed fashion wear because I love my fashion wear and I love like the sass and the energy you can bring but this year I totally fell in love with my evening gown 
So putting that on to me was like so special. So I, I, it's hard. I don't think I can pick one this year. Did you have your evening gown made for you? No, no, it's Rachel Allen. It looked like it was made for you. <laughs> it was like, I, I was like, it's the sort of gown where you're like, yep, they sat down with mood boards and worked no. out colours and designed a gown based well, for you. I went off the, um, the new crowns. I knew yeah. they were going to be like a yellow gold and then I always said to my mum I'd love a gold a gold gown I didn't know but I didn't know if it'd suit my um, colouring and my my hair and that and I sort of had a like the style that I wanted I wanted really like spaghetti straps and quite quite a low back and then I got my sponsor Cherish Wedding Boutique and they said pick anything you want off these designers and we'll get them in and then you can try them and pick one so I picked a few and then as soon as I walked into that changing room and saw the gold one, I was like, that's it. That's it. I love that connection with the dress. With my <laughs> dress, I actually had to get them to go and find another dress for me to try on. Because it was the only one in the shop I really wanted to try on. Yeah. Um, and I said, no, we need to find something else for me to try on because I can't buy the first dress I try on. Yeah. You've got to make sure. <laughs> I was like, I'd have felt like I'd missed out on the shopping experience. Yeah. Um, and I had fun choosing dresses to come and watch you dress for last night and dress for the night before. That's the thing, yeah, you can still get dressed up to support other people and that's that's what's nice. It's not just the one moment, you have a few yeah. nights where you can still be in that moment. It's funny, I've had the money conversation a few times over the weekend mm-hmm. about people, oh, it's quite an expensive hobby. Obviously, we've all seen from my daughter this weekend that she's very much going to be into pageants <laughs> um, and, and how much, and I've sort of, I didn't do a budget this time around, if I'm completely yeah. honest. I kind of was like, if I can keep... I'll pay for the vital things first. Uh-huh, and do it 100%. And looking at it. But you think, oh, I spent four grand on one night. Well, no, you spent four grand on a weekend. Well, no, actually, you spent four grand on Every a hobby year. over an entire year. And... There are other hobbies that if you racked up every every bit of fuel to mm-hmm. the football game, every time you had to buy new football socks or and, and those kind of things, the yeah. other hobbies aren't just as expensive. It's just this, with pageantry, it culminates in this one Yeah, day. I think everyone's can be... Pageants, you can make it as expensive as you want it to be. This year, I've had everything sponsored. That was my aim. I spent hours and hours gaining those sponsors so it's not about the money side you know you, there's other ways to go about it you can wear like Misha Grimes the first time she competed wore I think it was like an ASOS dress and placed really high it's not about you know what you've got it's how you work with it yeah. you know like you said that gown looked like it was made for me it wasn't you know so many other girls could have had that gown but it's just how I wore it and how I portrayed that on stage and I think like you say every hobby I mean I used to dance and I think I was in like 12 12 dance classes so every time I had a show there was 12 costumes all at like 50 60 pound each then I had my dance lessons all year round and I danced all day on a Saturday and all Monday night and then I would have competitions and outfits for competitions are like the same as pantry expensive entrance fees exams so I think I probably spent more in dancing than I have in pageantry. And I really like, I really want Felicity to go into pageantry because of how much And I don't think there's any it. doubt in that. <laughs> just because I know, I know the amazing skills and stuff that she'll learn from it and the confidence she'll gain from it. And I want her to think that this is normal, which it, for me it is, this is normal. Yeah. Um, the sisterhood, the community, cheering for everyone. I mean, she's not even three and she stood on her chair cheering everyone on oh, stage. Oh, when she was clapping me and waving, that was so... Thank you. But I want her to think sisterhood and community is normal because that's what should be normal. I yeah. don't want her to think the whole catty weirdness that you tend to get at school is the normal. Yeah. Um, might be common, but it's not normal. And we're certainly not common. No. <laughs> no basic going on here, thank you very much. Um, this is part of that. Um, but I think you did absolutely amazingly. Thank you. I know you're you're shooting off. She's sat here cuddling the most awesome giant teddy bear. I know. Um, we're, we're all very exhausted, but I'm, I'm really mm-hmm. glad I was able to catch you. Oh, and, thank um, you. Yeah, I can't wait to see. We've got we've got some possible plans yeah. for later in the year. <laughs> we're, not, we're not just leaving now. We've got yeah. things ready. And you, yeah, and you've got some plans of bits and pieces 100%. of your own as well. Yeah, so, we're both um, coming back. It's not the last you'll see of us. And I can't wait to be your sister queen next oh! year. So exciting. <laughs> so our next interview um, is one of our audience. You haven't competed this weekend at all, but you certainly know a lot about pageantry. This is the fabulous Megan. How have you enjoyed the weekend? 
this Galaxy Weekend has by far just been the best Galaxy Weekend I've had. I've come up here for about four years now. And every year I've competed one of the years and every year it's been to support people in their Galaxy journeys. And honestly, this weekend has just been so much fun. I don't think I've ever laughed so much. I don't think I've ever cried so much. <laughs> I've just had the best time. Oh, it, and it's been a tight competition. So many people have commented on the top fives in every round have been so tight. Mm. Like, I can't call this, I can't call this. I was like, I don't want to call this. <laughs> Yes, I didn't want to watch last night, to be honest with you. Um, the Miss Galaxy competition, I honestly said to my friend, I was like, I don't want to watch this. I just want it to be over with. <laughs> and I just want to know who wins, but I don't want to be there when it happens because it was that tight. But it was a proper, proper show, and it was amazing to watch, but I, it was incredibly tight. And I think the, the organisation with the stage and stuff has improved year on year. Um, I really liked, personally, in rehearsals, they were a lot stricter this year with like, no, this is the walk pattern you follow, you get three seconds here, three seconds here, three seconds here. Whereas when I competed the last time, which was 2016, it was like, these are your rough stopping points, but if you've practised something else specific, then just do that. And they were like, no, this is the pattern we are following, this is the what we're doing. I competed in 2016, that's so weird. We would have been in, like, we would have obviously been new together but not known each other at the time. What's next for you? I see well, um, my next competition after three years of not competing um, will actually be in this very venue, Park Hall, in June for Miss Pageant Girl UK. Obviously, everything's a bit up in the air at the moment. Um, yeah. Have you got any tips? Have you been thinking through um, how you're going to approach like the rest of your prep if we are like, basically into isolation? Like, rocking up to lots of appearances is not going to be an option. I'm lucky at the moment. I think I've done quite a lot of hard work since I've had my title anyway. So I'm quite happy where I am at the moment. Um, for pageant girl, though, appearances don't really count like you don't get any extra points there's no bonus points there's just if you want to make appearances you can if you don't don't worry if you haven't got the time don't worry but I'm a really hard-working girl so I want to put that time into it yeah. um, but my dad rightly phoned me this morning and was like you have a compromised immune system please don't go to these big pageant events <laughs> and I was like I'm really sorry um, it will just we'll just have to see I might stick to potentially like just some in Wales um, obviously that's where I'm from but it's, it's, a, it's a really difficult one like I don't know where we're going to go from here like are the events even going to go ahead for us to attend or are we going to have to take like real big precautions because it's getting scary I'm, I kind of want them to do like a massive shutdown ASAP be like right seven days everyone get back to their own countries and we're just going to stop all international travel um, that isn't like army military requirement yeah. type stuff um, and, and get it sort of beaten quicker I think if we dilly dally anymore I was getting worried that it was just going to be the judges and the contestants and we'd all have to watch on like a TV outside like they do at X Factor yeah <laughs> <laughs> just to have us all not in the same room but I'm glad it went ahead and it's been the best Galaxy weekend so we are now here with the new MS Galaxy UK, Danielle Latimer. So first and foremost, how do you feel? Um, it's, I'm overwhelmed really. Just everyone's been so lovely. Um, I've got tons of messages, I can't keep up with it. Um, yeah, it's just everyone's been so, so kind and I just can't thank people enough for their support really. Has it sunk in yet? No, I don't think it will ever sink in. Um, I spoke to Kaylee earlier and she was just like, it will never sink in. It will, it will never go in completely. Um, so yeah, I'm just really honoured and I just said, I don't really have the words, but I just have just pure gratitude. You were absolutely amazing on stage. Though. You could see in rehearsals that there's a confidence, there's a certain level of you. And, and you had that self-belief. And we talk a lot on the podcast about having the right mindset. Yeah. Um, how did you approach this from a mindset point of view during your prep? Did, working on actually believing that this that is I your could, time. Yeah, um, I just wanted this year to be about hard work. I just wanted to get out there and do as much as I could physically, um, be at as, as many events. And the more appearances I did, the more I thought I could talk about, the more I learned, the more I met other girls, um, the more 
that I believed in myself that I could actually do it. I just kind of let go of anything that was worrying me. I didn't compare myself. I learned more about myself this past year than I had done for my 10 years of competing, really. And this has been the most rewarding experience this entire year. But something we just spoke to Nat Pav and I brought yeah. it up there, I'm, and I've recorded an, an episode and I was asked for questions on social media one of the questions I got asked what advice would I give to the the crown holders and my biggest thing is obviously we are a country in crisis we are a world in crisis with the coronavirus and have you thought about how you're going to adapt because you were out at a lot of events and going to a lot of these things that aren't going to exist um, for the foreseeable Yes. Have you thought about how you're going to adapt what you want to do with your title yeah. to that? Obviously, you've only got crowned a day and a half ago, and I that's know. quite a big question. <laughs> and yeah, one of the things I always said is if I was to win the crown, I want to take the crown to as many countries as possible. I know that's going to be limited now because <laughs> of flights. Um, but for me, it's kind of obviously listening to the government gu- guidelines and just, you know, taking that very seriously. Um, Obviously, I think a lot of events may be cancelled. So it's just showing support to those people. Um, you know, if, if something gets cancelled, just maybe go to social media and support it. Um, inform people if there's uh, if it's been postponed. Be like, okay, right, this has been moved to another date. Let people know that so it's just as a success when it does happen. Um, and for me, I'm a representative of every single one of those women in our category and for me I said if you have anything you want me to help with I'm I'm a representative of you guys I'm here for you I want to be at all your events I want to be just promote all of you because at the end of the day I couldn't do this without you guys I was at your event I was at your quiz night I was you know we cycled together it's you can't do this alone this is one thing in pageantry you think that you know, you know, you've got yourself, you've got your back. You can't do this alone. You have girls all around you. Um, people and have why this. Why wouldn't you want them? Not like, exactly. The, the other women, the, well, they say the majority of the other women in pageantry are incredible and supportive. Um, and we've talked about this on the podcast yeah. that you you need to sometimes you strip away the dead wood in your life, yeah. which quite often can be close friends and family that are yeah. just dragging you down and being toxic. Yeah. Um, but what we're so lucky with in pageantry is you could you can be new to pageants and come to an event like this, even not competing, and make so many friends that will lift you up and support you straight away. Yeah. And that's like what's so absolutely incredible about pageantry. Yeah. And you're gonna have a bit of a breather when you get well. We might all be in self isolation when we get home. Yeah. But are you gonna have a bit of a breather? There's some crazy non pageant things you want to do that you've been putting off while you've been competing. Well, um, I did say you know look, give myself two weeks off. You know, kind of give myself two weeks kind of out of pageant bubble but now the crown's on my head the first thing I want to do the first thing I want to do is get to work um, I've already kind of typed up a press release in my head already that I want to get out to my local newspaper um, I'm very lucky because my best friend works in PR so she's gonna help me hopefully um, but yeah I kind of just want to dive on in and get ready for internationals now I'm kind of already moving into that zone now and I was only crowned a couple of nights ago but I'm kind of my mentality works that way is like okay right what steps am I taking now to improve my future to improve my chances oh I'm the same I really wanted you to go into coaching but I think there's something in contracts I know for the internationals yeah. they're not allowed to become coaches um, within two years of having a title yeah um, don't know yeah. if that runs over into the UK but I'm pretty sure you'll be gunning for the international crown anyway so Hopefully, hopefully. And for me, coaching's always a tricky one. Um, I've had people ask me about coaching and I'm like, I'm always here to give advice. You know, if you pull me aside and be like, look, I need to work on my walk or, you know, can you give me tips on this? I'm always going to help you. I'm never going to say no, ever. But marketing myself as a package, as a, as, a, as a coach, is something that I would have to think about thoroughly I would really have to think about it is this the direction I want to go into it um, I'm not in it for the money I'm, I'm not a money driven person for me I'm a fulfillment driven person the thing you always have to remember that so I talked to a lot of people about yeah. business with this is the more money you make the more people you can have yeah absolutely because it doesn't necessarily you making money from something means that you can then invest absolutely. in your equipment and your advertising absolutely. which then helps you teach more people so absolutely. don't be scared of the money I know, I know. We, I mean, women 
add on to that British women. Yes. And then add into that pageantry where we are all about the sisterhood and helping yes. and support each other. And at the end of the day, it is your time. You are providing a service. So, like, if you are coaching and you are helping, then of course you deserve to pay, be paid, absolutely. But I just find it really hard to put a price on myself. I think that's going to be one of the, the hardest things um, to do if I did want to go into coaching. But I don't want to do it alone. I'd said if I was to go into coaching, I'd want to be a part of a team. Um, because, like I say, I work better in teams. I just Teamwork for me is just like paramount for me. Well, if any of you, we've digressed slightly, but I think this is really relevant. So if any of you are relating really well to Daniel here about the fact that you struggle with the money side of thing and making a profit or, or making, even making ends like meat <laughs> and um, covering your costs with money, there is a book called Get Rich Lucky B hash asterisk asterisk. I'm not going to say that word because there are juniors yeah. <laughs> listening to this, uh, but Get Rich Lucky B um, really, really very good with the mindset shift of that. So, recommend that one yeah, for you I'll after your reign because I think you'll probably have enough to do this year. Um, <laughs> but um, anyone listening, if you're thinking, yes, yeah, actually, I'd really like to do more and make more so I can do more and I can't get my mindset shift, have a look at that book. You were incredible on stage. I got a sneak peek, so I was like right behind you, which means all the video <laughs> clips everyone sent me and me have got you at the beginning as well, um, which is really nice. And I can't wait to get the the full DVD because that's the thing you don't get to see everyone. And it was really nice to have videographers there, um, so that we can all sort of look back on it. And yeah. obviously, it's going to be the most insane memories for you. Yeah, um, one for the memory box, absolutely. Oh, amazing! Well, thank you so much for thank you. letting me steal a little bit of your time. I'll let you go off and have a fabulous yeah. day. Thank you. Um, I can't believe I made the podcast. <laughs> Right, so another interview. Um, we've got Adrian that's come all the way from Australia. Just to do this podcast just, episode. Yeah, just for, this, just for 10 minutes with me. Get you should feel Australia. special about that. Feel special. In the middle of Corona, fly all the way over the... Yeah, yeah you timed that one well. <laughs> I did, thank you. I have made it here and I'm not dead yet. If I know I'm you'd be lucky fine. I might be able to get back home otherwise I'm going to might be, be able to get back home but you have somewhere lovely to stay otherwise you might have a house guest for a very long time at this rate we'll be fine so um, Adrian's actually going to stay with me for a couple of days after Galaxy you are part of my post-Galaxy come down plan um, I've always Adrian hangover is the worst how have you enjoyed being at your first Galaxy UK? I've enjoyed it a lot it's been overwhelming that's because you are a little bit of a celebrity particularly within the Galaxy community it yeah well Maria again her husband jokes that my podcast is the Galaxy Hour. Ah. I've, I've spoken to Lauren and Danielle, my two po- my two co-hosts, and they both said, "Yeah, we probably need to move away from Gal, not move away from Galaxy a bit, yeah. but move towards including more from other systems, yeah. which I was already aware of." But you start with the low-hanging fruit, and this all started with Maria when I interviewed Maria. Yeah. Um, because before that, I was going to give up what I was doing because we weren't getting any traction in Australia at all. Um, and then I interviewed Maria and then I got her to send out an invite to all her international competitors and the UK everyone from the UK were the biggest the first people to jump on board and it's crazy like we're going through here and having people recognize me like I just Jasmine Foley was over there from Ireland and she comes and says hello and I think she could see in my eyes that I didn't really recognize who she was yeah and then she said her name I was like oh wow like you're here and it's it's surreal I can't explain it like seeing Danielle she picked me up from the airport and I spent I don't know how many hours with her over Skype and then she turns around she comes around the corner and she's suddenly there I'm like it, it's just it's, it's like being just... in the internet <laughs> Galaxy and... taught me the meaning of family I grew up with an actual family but I didn't really know what like family was yeah. um, until Galaxy that's that's where and, and I really credit galaxy and pageantry in particular for how i am now with my actual family now i've got my own daughter and partner and how we are as a unit and a lot of the inspiration for how that is came from pageantry in particular galaxy um we we, people think we're being corny when we say no i'm I'm genuinely satisfied with the last night coming because i only got here on thursday so i'm still a bit jet lagged and then immediately getting thrown into crazy pageant land crazy in the best sense of the word yeah and then just meeting all like it's not only meeting the people, it's like last night I wanted to get out of here early. I'm not complaining about this in, at any sense, but just to give you an idea, people have been telling me that, oh, you're a celebrity, everyone's going to want a photo with you and preparing me. 
And I kind of thought, yeah, you're just trying to like shock me, make yeah, me no. scared. No, they love the photos and pageant. I wanted to go to the videography booth just to see what they're about because I do videography. Mm. So I made a beeline for that. I got stopped about five times for photos and conversations. And I got to the videography booth and went, oh, there's actually nothing here I really want to look at. So then I went back, got stopped another five times. And then I was, I was telling um, telling Rebecca Everson and Emma Collingridge, I was sitting with them, I was like, I'm tired, I'm going to go home early so I can set myself for tonight, the miss. And I got stopped another five or ten times on the way out. And they're, they're, you're not just getting stopped by, like, random. It's like Harriet wanted a photo with me, like Harriet Lane, you can't yeah. say no to that. No. Harriet came over to me and said, can I have a photo? I said, well, I can't. And I no. said to her, mother, I can't really say no to, to Harriet, can I? Yeah. <laughs> I might be the first person to say that. I said, sure. Um, but it's manic because people come up to me and say, oh, I love your podcast. And I'm like, I don't know if I know you, but thank you. I don't know. It's weird sitting down with you because you're creating content. And there are so few people, I feel, that actually know what that struggle is like. Oh, the struggle's massive. <laughs> Getting something up off the ground, overcoming all the tech hurdles that no one seems to know anything about except you. Mm-hmm. And then every time you do a setup, whether it's with your mics, with your computer, PC, Mac. Never am I going with ball. Skype? Yeah. Am I going with Spotify? Am I going with whatever? And it just becomes overwhelming, which mm. is why I think there are so few people who do it. Um, it's like, I rebranded um, at the end of season one. Uh, yeah. We are now at the end of season two, and Spotify has, but the iTunes, the Apple v- podcasting app, still hasn't updated to have it. It's the, all the names and the blurbs have updated, but the images haven't updated. Yeah. So I put a new image with every episode, none of that comes up. It's got a new main icon, none of that comes up. It's very frustrating. I've uh, learned to roll with that because there's nothing you can do. Nope. Will you come back again? Will you come back to Galaxy in the UK if, if the flights aren't all cancelled? I, I would love to. Um, and definitely being here, it's weird. I, I felt more welcome. Not that I've ever felt unwelcome in Australia, especially because a lot of my closest friends... Because I started with Galaxy Australia. Yeah. Um, and I know it very well. The current, well, the, just the queen that um, handed over Alicia Van Schoonhoven, she's one of my closest friends. Mm-hmm. She came first on her up to now. She's Miss Galaxy Oceania. Mm-hmm. Um, but coming here, it has, it's different. I don't know if I'd go as far as saying it's better, but I felt so at home here. And yeah. just to realize that I've never met any of these people in person before. And yet to feel so at home straight away, it's very weird. Oh, I love that you do, though. I really love that you do. That means, on behalf of the entire pageant industry in the UK, that means so much. Um, it's been very odd. I met Maria, I met you know yourself, I met Danielle, I met Lauren, and there's people introducing themselves. Charlotte Clemmy wanted to have you know lunch with me, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't get that many invitations to lunch in Australia, yeah. <laughs> let alone here. Aww. So it's been very, like, I'm very grateful for it. Thank you so much for getting all the way to the end. So that was the final episode, the one with Adrian. But I've just got to say a massive thank you for getting this far because I spent an entire Sunday trying to equalise out all the sound um, and cut out where it was just too chaotic and noisy in the background or where the sound dipped out too much that you couldn't hear anything just to make it as streamlined as possible. And so as a little thank you, and some of you may have spotted this on the Instagram or on Facebook, we are running a little special offer at the moment. When we hit 50 reviews on the iTunes app, so it's only it's on the Apple um, app on your phone or if you go onto iTunes you should be able to do it you can leave us a review and when we hit 50 reviews one of the reviewers will get a £20 Amazon gift card so it's digital don't need to post it to you you can spend it from home perfect lockdown giveaway um, and we've got I think we're already at like eight different reviews on there and um, I'm not saying it has to be even a good review although that would be nice because I basically put my heart and soul into this podcast just saying um, so a five star rating review would be lovely but um it will be a 20 pound gift card to just one of literally i will do a random number picker um and it will pick a number and then we'll scroll down that number of 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 reviews and that will be the winner and you'll get a 20 pound uh amazon gift card sent to your email but please make sure because it doesn't tell me I don't get any contact information for the people giving reviews or anything. So what I'll be doing is screenshotting the review and sharing it on 
Instagram um, the app will be notifying the winner I'll share it on the Facebook group as well so make sure you're in the pageant land podcast Facebook group um, you've also got pageant land as a Facebook page as well which comprises of this the pageant land podcast pageant land coaching and also a secret project which will be released at a further date there's no specific deadline to this but you don't want to miss out so get your um, review up as soon as possible because as soon as we hit those 50 reviews uh, one of those winners will get a 20 pound gift card we've got a few other awesome giveaways coming up so make sure you are in the facebook group you can now go to pageantland.com and scroll down below the be on the podcast bit and you can actually sign up for our email mailing list we will be producing pageantland online will be producing a newsletter fairly soon we are just in the middle of getting everything sorted um it was meant to happen much later in the year but i think it'd be really nice to get it all done while we're in lockdown and going a bit stir crazy um, and the newsletter will include stories from other pageant contestants and queens um, all the latest updates in events and things that you can do um, online appearances and things like that um, so there'll be loads of things that you won't want to miss in the newsletter as well as things like the giveaways that we've got coming up um, podcast appearance opportunities the latest information on the episodes that are coming out and things like that because we do our weekly ones but then we also love doing episodes like this the bonus episodes uh, so you don't want to miss out on any of that um, and at some point once we've got everything up and running properly uh, the first alerts will go out to the email list so if you always want to be the first to be in the know about events and news not just from us but from the pageant community in the UK as a whole then you need to be on that mailing list don't miss out be on the mailing list um, we're not going to sell on your details we're not going to spam you with loads of junk it's just going to be quality UK pageantry content and you know you love being in pageant land Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. It's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode. Please rock on over to our Facebook or Instagram and share your thoughts. And I would love you to give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, check the show notes or rock on over to our website, pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast or how you can be a guest on a future episode. Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.